Well, you know me. So, Scott, given the choice to have anyone in the world who, given the choice of anyone in the world whom you would want to have as a dinner guest, who would that be and why? Oh, wow. Who would I want to have as a dinner guest and why? Um, I think there's a person right now that I would love to meet. And his name is, uh, his name's Stephen Hunter. He's an author and he's an author of a specific, a unique genre of books. Uh, it's called the, uh, Bobby Swagger series. And he, he was the author of a book that many people know from a movie with, uh, Matt Damon or no, excuse me, Mark Wahlberg, where he was, I think it was called the shooter. The yeah. shooter. Yeah. Yeah. So it's basically that story that was put into, into, uh, from a book format. Well, he, I love his novels. And again, I'm going to call it, it's just, they're, they're light, easy reads, but they're so complex. And I think that's what I love about them is the complexity because there's so many different characters in the books. And not only are we following the main character on all of his adventures, you know, and I've read probably 10 of his books is there's always other, I call them little backstories. There's this happening in the background. There's this happening. And it's so cool to like see the complexity of how the story kind of intertwines itself. And to me, as somebody who would love to uh, maybe one day uh, author a book, uh, I would love to kind of just pick his brain and really just talk to him about that. And I know, you know, some people in the world go, what do you mean pick his brain? But, you know, just kind of just just learn a little bit about it. I didn't know you were into um, uh, fiction like that. Though. Well, I, I I I never really was, and um, it was whenever I read uh, Dan Brown's The Da Vinci Code, I kind of just like went into this this historical fiction realm where I was just like, oh wow, you know, kind of like I, I liked a little bit of it, you know, where it takes you into this, you know, it's it's could be marginally real, could be marginally fiction, it could be a little conspiracy theory. It's a little bit, it kind of hits hits on all on all touches. And yeah. I think that's why I like the Stephen Hunter series. I first got caught onto it when I was on vacation and I was sitting in this house that we had rented down in uh the panhandle of Florida. And on the bookshelf there was this book called the uh, um the third, the third shot. And it had, it was about JFK's assassination. And I started reading this book while I was at this house and I got like, maybe, I don't know, a third of it in, in a week. And I put the book back on the shelf. I didn't want to take it when I, when I left, but we just so happened to rent the house the next, the next year. And we went back and I picked up the book right where I left off. <laughs> And I was just like, I had to like back read, you know, maybe a couple chapters, but I was like, immediately I was like engrossed back into it. Well, then by this point, I mean, it's like, I don't know, 260 pages at this point, I just plow through the whole book because yeah. it just got, and I was just like, holy cow. Well, then after that, then I started reading all of his books. And to me, it was like, once I started reading them and even, you know, whenever I read the books, like I'm, I'm going to bed, but next thing I know, it's like two in the morning and I'm like, I got to keep reading this to find out what's going to happen here. So, that, and then great. my heart's racing and I'm, you know, I'm kind of like at the, <laughs> the adrenaline gone and I'm like, okay, this is, this is pretty crazy. And my wife's like, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> it, it's great to, to, to take your, your, yourself out of, you know, your, the everyday, you know, business and practice stuff and kind of just escape. Right. Like, yeah, into, it, it, that's beautiful. Tell me about, um, uh, if, if I have a really interesting question for you, if you were able to live to age of ninety and retain either the mind or the body of a thirty year old, thirty year old for the last sixty years of your life, which would you want? The mind, Ooh. 
for the body of a 30 year old. Uh, wow. Um, and I'm going to blow that out of the water because I'm actually going to say my plan was for years is to say, I want to be a centurion and, um, a patient of mine challenged me. Uh, this was probably in the last six months is she's about six years older than me. And she says, yeah, I want to be a centurion too. But she says, I'm not going to stop there. She goes, I think I need to like push past it. So she's like, my goal is to be 106. And I said, I like that. And I kind of compared it to like a cross country race. And my son runs cross country. My daughter ran. And it's like, we always tell the runners, it's like, you don't finish at the finish line. Uh You actually run through the finish line. You actually look at the people past the gate that, so you run down the complete tunnel because I've seen so many people, you know, over the years run a race and they stop short, man. They stop, you know, like a hundred yards, maybe not completely stop, but you can see them quit running a hundred yards from the finish line and they're just out of gas, man. But it's like, so I guess back to that question, I want to go to, I'm, going to say about 106 108 so which would i rather have as the mind of a 30 year old or the body i'm gonna say um wow that's a good question i'm gonna say the mind of a 30 year old because you know that's that's going to be important you know right now i know my body is 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 pretty well and i feel that i'm in the best shape that i've been in my entire life um and i've keep getting better with age physically uh, so I'm going to say that that's going to continue to nice. improve, but I want to keep the mental acuity there. It's super important. So nice. yeah. yeah. Last question on the, on, on this, on this show with you, Scott is, is you know, your, your podcast about people in Austin who are doing awesome things to make it more magical, bigger, bolder, all that stuff. Uh, what are you most grateful for when it comes to Austin and the surrounding areas? What, what are you in love with still or, or more to this day than ever before? You know, Austin is such a cool and eclectic community. And, you know, I've been here for almost 20 years and I've seen it really evolve. And, you know, sometimes, you know, you kind of get a little disenfranchised. You're like, oh, well, it's never like it used to was or anything like that. And, uh, you know, but I embrace the change and I embrace, you know, how it's evolved. Um, but the, there are some common things, you know, aside from, you know, like the, the frustration point of, you know, more traffic and more people and, oh my gosh, this, but you know, the things that I really like is the, the nature of the people are still so much the same, or they're looking for what, you know, the, the culture of the community is, is just, you know, friendly people, uh, always willing to help people that are, you know, I'm going to say for the most part, the people that really want to take care of themselves, you know, they're health oriented, they're health, you know, they're they're focusing on that kind of stuff. I mean, we're the headquarters of, of whole foods, you know, is in Austin, we've got the, uh, the, the beautiful hike and bike trail down on town Lake or Lake Ladybird as as it's called now. And, you know, people get out there every night and they're hiking, they're, they're running, they're cycling, they're, they're, you know, pass paddle boarding on a lake. And it's so cool just to get outside and be in nature. And I think that's the thing that I like so much and just in gratitude for, you know, the people that, you know, uh, that want to take care of themselves and, and to get honored, to be honored to, to be a part of so many people's journey through health here in town. 